listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. This is AfterBuzz TV, the Glee edition. Tonight's host is Paul Ashton. Joining Paul will be AfterBuzz co-host Phil Svitek and special correspondents Elizabeth Kiernan and Trilby Glover. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, buzz us at 347-855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, Paul Ashton! Good evening, everybody, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV. Uh, we have just witnessed Season 2, Episode 1 of Glee, and what an amazing return to form it was. Uh, joined with me tonight, as you heard, I have uh, Australian actress Trilby Glover, um, uh, comedian and writer extraordinaire Elizabeth Kiernan, um, big Phil Svitek, um, the man with the plan, and uh, a surprise guest tonight, um, senior VP of BWR, Mr. Ron Hoffman. Um, so thanks for coming, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, Glee, pro probably the biggest breakout show of last year. Maybe Modern Family could give it a run for its money, but uh, certainly a huge show. Just nominated for 19 Emmys, uh, wins for uh, Jane Lynch and uh, Ryan Murphy. And uh, there was a lot, of, um, a lot of enthusiasm and anticipation coming into tonight's premiere. Before we get into a uh, full chat of everything that happened, um, the highs, the lows, the, the music, the gags, um, Elizabeth, over to you for an episode recap. I'll make this as quickly and fast as possible. So, very quickly, we learned the major changes that happened this summer and the new alliances that have formed. Ken, the old football coach, had a nervous breakdown after Emma left him and is replaced by a beast. Literally, Coach Shannon Beast. She's a he-she. And <laughs> Sue has met her match, let's just say. She can really stand up to her. Also, new directions need new members, which is no surprise, but no one wants to try out. Luckily, they have two new transfer students with incredible voices. Sam, who is on the football team, and Sunshine, who is Filipino. And uh, she has a sing-off to Telephone by Lady Gaga with Rachel Berry in the bathroom. Incredible. Um, and the simple-minded Brittany challenges the coach, Beast. Uh, she says that she molested her, but of course she can't speak on her own, and that's all from Sue. But she says that she lied, which was good. So uh, Beast is let off the hook. And Will tries to be mean, and he teams up with Sue, but in the end, Will is a good guy, so he lets Beast off the hook, and they become friends. It's high school hierarchy in full effect. New positions are being taken. Finn is let off the team. He is fired by Coach Beast, and he's no longer quarterback, and Sam takes his place. Quinn is now the captain of the Cheerios, which has replaced Santana. What I Did for Love is the final song sung by Rachel Berry because she feels so bad that she tried to set Sunshine off the team. She she met her her match there. 
So quite a full episode. Thanks for that, Liz. Um, let's start tonight's discussion. Like clearly from the recap, a lot of stuff's top topsy turvy in this in like the new uh, the, the the new setup for this season. Uh, hierarchies have changed. Status, power, positions are all different. And it was kind of introduced brilliantly, I thought, with this uh, with the opening, the man the man on the street style. Um, uh, presentation Flag. by by what's his name the the, the Jacob ge- Jacob the geeky guy um, where uh, mockumentary style everyone got to uh, get some kind of a recap um, part of the new setup ah we've got new relationships right um, Rachel and Finn have been dating all summer and are uh, in uh, still hot for each other Tina fell in love in Asian camp. Tina fell in love with Asian camp. Should we want to talk about that a bit? Uh, yeah, well, she left Artie and we're feeling very bad for him because he, she's now with uh, Mike Chang, who's the brilliant dancer with the hot bod. Yeah, but what about got that? got a lot of shots of him. Yeah, what a... good. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that whole, like, that whole thing with the scene, the flashback to him dancing with the... There's, like, a lot of Asian... open. Open and... Um, in the Asian community. They keep referencing that, which is really funny because it's sort of <laughs> yeah. not really politically correct but then they kind of make it funny and all yeah. of the characters play into it like of course we're not going to be together because we're asian and i love how they just went to that shot of them holding hands down the corridor yeah yeah what did you guys think of that little uh a little flashback i thought tina could have done with a bit of an auto-tune oh oh do you recall that she's at the piano and she's um singing. and and it's like asian kids school and uh, to me, she sounded a bit flat. And I think, God, they're so liberal with the auto tune on these things. Why couldn't they have helped her out there? Did anyone else hear that, or is that just me? Am I being harsh? I didn't quite catch that actually. What I what I really liked, you know, about this episode is is that you know towards the end of last year, you felt like the show was kind of winding down, and some of these relationships and some of these tensions were getting a little tired. And um, the fact that they're introducing new love relationships between the two Asian, you know, and, and, and Artie, you know, that was getting a little tired. And, and now we've got this new kind of, uh, you know, sexier couple and he's out on the uh, out on the, on the street. Do you, so do you buy um, do you buy Ron that uh, he uh, could actually be part of the football team? <laughs> that seemed a little contrived. Yeah. I didn't, don't think that that could ever be realistically a, a possibility. Mind you, if and, Kurt could be a kicker. Finn, well, <laughs> yeah. right? That had some basis in reality, at least. You yeah. know, that he actually, you could fathom that, but no football team is obviously going to have a kid in a wheelchair and, running down yeah, and they certainly, a cannonball. Yeah, they certainly, got, they certainly got beast at the wrong time um, in, uh, when, they, when he, they came into the, the locker room with that one. It's um, great to see every position being usurped, like every area every relationship there's been a shift right a new uh arch right and who would have ever thought that they could come up with a character that could go toe-to-toe with sue sylvester and and she's she's incredible brilliant and and this new character so so yeah so beast beast played by uh actress dot jones um like when i first saw her i quite frankly wasn't sure if this was a like a like a male actor or a female actor. Right. She's been waiting her whole life for this part. <laughs> That's right. There's no doubt about that. That's right. Uh, but actually, I think, I actually, you know, you, there, are, there were a few moments in, like, of high emotion where I feel like you could, you could tell this was a woman. And I actually think what we were seeing was some really fantastic acting for a lot of it. I really think that despite her natural frame, despite her probably slightly lower voice, um, she actually was really taking on um, a masculine form with quite a bit of artistry. 
I think she's Absolutely. a brilliant actress. I've seen her before in a pilot with. Uh, do you remember what it was? Uh, is it Dirty Pretty or Pretty D- uh, Handsome? Dirty Pretty Money or Dirty... Uh, pretty Handsome. No, and not. she played a lesbian. And, and I remember crying watching her performance in that. And, well, and even she's, she's so wonderfully that moment, expressive. She that moment where she uh, cried into the mirror yeah, and yeah. then and then turned it around to be about uh, Puck's stats from the yeah. season before. It's such a Fan- killer line. Fantastic. There's some great lines tonight. Maybe we'll come to that a bit later. Um, but well, I, I think also... that's the genius of this show, you know, is, is that they're able to... The, to to one minute you hate this character and you think it's the most preposterous, you know, crazy, uh, ego-driven, egocentric, maniacal person in the world, and then even with Sue last year, you know, when when her sister, the scenes involving mm. her sister, and the, you all of a sudden you felt a little sympathetic and you felt a little sorry, and it it shows that even in a contrived. Because let's face it, the show is completely contrived in all of these little plot twists and yeah, whatever. Yeah. When you hear the recap, you realize, oh, these are just corny intros for songs. You know, let's yeah. face it. You know, <laughs> do you, do you but, think they... but then every now and then it catches your breath away when you when you see a scene like that yeah. where where she's in tears and you feel. I mean, that a person like that has experienced that. Uh, in real I think life. that's and the it's... skill of the show is that ability to, to like to like layer in a human moment that totally takes you by surprise, despite all of the you know the the big parading around and I mean who doesn't relate to not being able to sit with someone at lunchtime at high school and that was um, I love it how they always play back the antics of the teenagers and then the adults do it in the board exactly the same way in the teacher's lunchroom yeah yeah it's very clever and I also I mean you know you think from last season they had every corner covered of every minority every kind of possible disability whatever and then in walks this man, woman, woman, man, uh, with you know uh, shoulders like a, a brick wall. And uh, well, I re- when we were watching, I, I literally asked, "Is that a man? Is that?" Yeah. A, I wasn't familiar with this particular. I mean, I really was curious if that was really a man playing a woman. I think and Ryan Murphy does such an incredible thing with stereotypes. I mean, he hits them so hard, but then there's also this other facet of that character. And yeah. then all of a sudden it just throws you for a complete loop where you're like, oh, he's just doing stereotype, stereotype. And then all of a sudden there's a shift and a change. In, and they set this. it up. I mean, he set us up for it because that opening yeah. scene, the standoff, mm-hmm. you know, between Sylvester and Beast, I mean, that was that was magic. It was, it, I mean, some of the quotes... Um, I mean, my my affair was uh, they they bring in the pizza and um, she uh, the beast walks out and she just says yeah there's pizza in the locker room if you want it I mean that's <laughs> that was great and you're all coffee and, and no wallet and then they all lay it makes no sense but so, Sue never makes sense a lot of times it's so perfect yeah yeah but so Sue and Will for almost perhaps uh, certainly in such an open way join forces versus Beast. Um, which is a completely new alliance, part of this these new alliances that sort of developed in this episode. Uh, what did we What did we think of the way that they work together? Is this going to come back? Is that what did it Did it not work for anyone? It didn't really work. I appreciate what they were doing because people were getting bored of just the headbutting all season, so they really yeah. tried to keep us guessing, which was smart. Nothing like a common enemy, though, to bring people together, right? Yes. I mean, that's the clue to, to bring right. <laughs> just some kind of, well, plenty of examples in this country, right? Yeah, right. It didn't quite work, though, because Will felt so guilty that he really couldn't execute it, right. so there was kind of that. When someone's not committed to something, you can't really Will's get behind a pussy. it. He's yeah. not mean enough. And yeah. they, they were too mean. They were being too mean. To it got really nasty yeah. when, yeah. You, when you've got, when you got dog poop uh, cookies. And molestation charges. That was intense. I did not expect that. That, oh, was, that was out of left field. What I think is so great, though, is, is that um, 
they're able to um, to 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 just show some layers because you know honestly towards the end of last year Sue was kind of one note mm-hmm. and now you've got somebody else who can stand toe to toe and now that brings her performance and her ability to interact and, and contribute to the show to a new level where she's being somewhat bullied mm-hmm. and she's got a new person that's as strong a character as she is yeah. it makes her performance more interesting yeah. she's I actually think. vulnerable yeah, yeah. Vulner- and Will too showed a side to him that we didn't really see you know, but yeah, I think we kind of like Will. At least I kind of like Will as still being the nice guy. And yes. Still being, yeah. you know, it was really uncomfortable watching him. You know, be mean. Yeah. Be mean to her yeah. at the. At the you, you could just see, it, but you could see as an actor, you could see him agonize yeah. over uh, his performance. Showed the character agonizing over. I'm being a real jerk. Yeah, you know? there was a nice tension. I thought I think it was good, but then of course it doesn't work out. Uh, Sue um, goes too far, and Will. Um, backs out and and then they both have Sue back as an enemy. Obviously, you don't really want to separate the uh, <laughs> the Schuster Sylvester um, Mano Armano or Armano. Too long, right? Perhaps mm-hmm. though, Beast and Will can team up to take down Sue. That's is... right. That's right. Although Sue's already organized to steal Sunshine or get Sunshine out of Glee Club. Okay, so already... this brings up the new uh, Rachel versus Sunshine, and Sue's, so Sue got in there and got sold her to Vocal Adrenaline, basically pimped her mm-hmm. out. Is that what happened? Yes. Right. So Reggie, that's... Reggie right, Bush. Suited, right. <laughs> yeah. So right. that that guy from the guy from Thirty Rock, who who is he? He's uh, Cheyenne. Yeah. Is his name? He's a, a Broadway actor. So what's so have you seen him on Broadway? Who who is the guy? He's been on um, Thirty Rock recurring as well. Yeah, his character name is Danny on Thirty Rock. Right. So he's a really trained actor. So he has to sing. I mean, there, he has to be back to sing because that's what he does. Right. That's what he's good at. So that could be good. And um, so so yes. Sunshine is played by Sharice. Uh, uh, Pempenko, uh, who's a Filipino singer, um, who I'm told by Wikipedia, uh, rose to popularity through YouTube and was dubbed by Oprah as the most talented girl in the world. And she is the first Asian artist in history to land in the top 10 of the Billboard 200 album chart. And wow. she does have some chops on her, right? She oh, was absolutely sure. I mean, it was kind of disappointing that she's going to the vocal adrenaline because I, I really like the fact that they had another kind of ace, you know? I mean, I know. who wouldn't want a, you know... I wonder, I wonder... She's replacing Jonathan Groff. Right. right. So where's he gone? Where's he gone? He's gone to make movies, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm much so. more keen on seeing her as part of the... Uh, uh, part of the Glee Club as opposed to the blonde guy. What did you yeah. guys think of the, the him? You know, Sam. billionaire. He sang the song "Billionaire," and he's yeah. this, he was, he's kind of this shy, you know, new kid. Well, he, transfer- he made for a lot of good jokes. I mean, yes. uh, his big lips. You know, how many tennis balls can you fit in there? Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't. I don't I put know, any balls in my mouth. That's the other thing. They're so great, and that's getting back to what you were saying earlier about how they take on such. Um, uh, there's no, there's nothing sacred in this show. They make fun of Jews. They make fun of Jufro. Jufro, one they, of my favorite they, lines tonight. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they talk about boob jobs. You know, and I mean, what other yeah. show is doing that? You know, maybe other than not, not only that, but not not at nine o'clock on a Wednesday anymore. Eight, um, but, eight o'clock. Um, eight oh, o'clock oh, on a Tuesday. Uh, eight o'clock on a Tuesday. They brought it forward an hour, so it's right. even earlier. And it seemed to me that they started to push new boundaries to content tonight. Yeah. Um, more like those lines about. Balls, the stuff about boobs, um, you know, exploding sandbags, as, as, as the whole speech yeah. about boobs. And, that was great. You know. As a as a as a father, Ron, how do you feel about uh, that being on television at eight o'clock on a Tuesday night when you've got uh, daughters entering their teens? Well, honestly, it it it. 
I, I guess it's healthy to have these topics out in the open and not so guard. But you have to know as a parent what you're getting your kids into. And so, look, last year we were kind of indoctrinated into what to expect with this show. So we've kind of conditioned ourselves at least to know that there might be some interesting questions that come out of it. But, um, you know, I think it's good for them to hear, you know, Frank talk about certain things like that. And, and, and you know, my kids, interestingly enough, always respond to the meanness. You know, they're always really most disturbed and most offended, not about any of that stuff. It's when people are mean to other people. That's the thing mm-hmm. that they always walk away from feeling like, you know, I can't believe, you know, and that's what they'll talk about for days afterwards. You yeah, know? right. So they're going to talk about Kurt getting a slushy after he calls out. He stands up for himself, yeah. and then he gets a slushy <laughs> in his face, and it's dripping, you know, or, or the, or, or, um, What's the cheerleader's name? The blonde who Brittany. Was, Brittany, after all she went through last year, all the abuse and all of being the ridicule, the minute she puts that cheerleader suit back on, she's back to the same old rotten person she was. You know, she didn't learn oh, anything. Quinn Quinn. 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 You know, now she's back to the, her old ways and being mean and mm-hmm. you know and and um, yeah, it, it's. It, it, those are the things that I think really resonate with at least my kids. Anyway. Yeah, but I th- and but I th- my daughters are probably at that sensitive age where they're you know on the cusp dealing with that stuff. Absolutely, identity. Uh, but I mean, girls I think being it, mean seems like junior high. You tell me, girls, it seems like junior high is when all the meanness starts. You know, and my daughters yeah. come home every day now and tears over something somebody said or didn't say to them, and they seem relatively minor but when you hear the whole story you think well that was really I mean it happens in third fourth fifth grade both my mom my mom and my sister are teachers but I think this show because it hits on it so hard I think that you look and you feel bad for those characters so then in turn when you go to school the next day you think about oh wait I don't want to call that girl fat I know how she might really feel because my characters that I like on tv they get made fun of it. Yeah, but we identify with these characters so well, which is why I think the, strong, the show is so successful. We've all got, I mean, a perhaps, uh, I, I don't know, we've all got some kind of an inner dorkiness, some kind right. of an inner gleek. Um, some of us it's more pronounced than others. I know that mine was certainly extremely pronounced in those years. So I oh, I have to tell everybody, these are really good-looking people in this <laughs> particular studio. Love it. It's hard to imagine anybody other than myself having that dorkiness feeling. But oh, like, believe you know, me. I was uh, part of the choirs, and so you relate to these characters and so you care more and more about them when this stuff happens which I think is why the kids respond so strongly to it. Well we have uh, I don't know if you guys heard from the accents but we have two Australians with us and so you know is this like an international thing you know like can Glee is massive in Australia. It is massive Uh, like when they, they went out there uh, at the end of last year, I, uh, obviously we went there. I don't know if you, but they they all went to Sydney. Um, and I, I think it was for, maybe it was for the premiere for the launch. Actually, it was this time last year, the fall Fox premiere week. Just after that, um, all of the the cast went to Australia to launch the show. Um, I remember because I was chatting to Leah Michelle at that Fox Four party <laughs> and tried to get a number. Name drop. Um, <laughs> hey. Did you get it? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> let's, uh, I'm changing the topic. Anyway, no, let's keep um, talking about it since you brought it up. Yeah. Oh, yes, I did bring it up. There, there you go. I'm just, anyway. Um, of course, we have the same experiences at high school as, as we see here on Glee. Thanks and, for that, Sabe Girl. Yeah. <laughs> right, so, um... Where are we? Uh, Queen and Santana's catfight. Can we talk about that? Incredible. Jersey Shore style. 
Bitch slap. Uh, Open amazing. hand. <laughs> Open hand, bitch slap. I think she really did it. I think her boob job helped her I think really that, get in there. I thought that was fantastic. And it's good to see Quinn back to form because although what well, I did feel for Diana Agron a bit towards the end of last season because she couldn't really do anything but be the pregnant chick. Yes. You can't really... You can sway, you can't dance, or you're going to get in trouble. She still danced, and she was about eight months pregnant. Yeah. I wanted to call that out. Really fully danced? But you are aware that she wasn't really Well, pregnant. exactly, so that's what I mean. <laughs> you are aware. Like, she was not really with child, and that was... But I, I think they should have just made her maybe have swollen ankles. It's not glamorous to be pregnant in high school. <laughs> True, yeah. I mean, Diana could probably be glamour to pretty much anything. She's that hot, but... Um, when did you meet her? Please I did, tell us. I, that, that's enough out of you. Okay, so Several times, if you if you need Several to know. Several times, really. <laughs> no, not in my imagination. Um, yeah, no, but it's good to see her back to her bitchy self, and that was certainly a highlight of the show for me, the cat fight, um, and probably for many of the boys out there. Rachel was her bitchy <laughs> self, as per usual. Yeah, Rachel's out Conniving. of control ego. Yeah. Uh, self-centered. You can't uh, feel that sorry for her. See, even at the end of the episode, I'm like, yeah, you were really mean. Yeah. I mean... And, you know, to a crack house. She sent somebody to a crack. House. I, I love. I mean, that, I that's that's that. beyond me. I, mean, I mean, I mean, but also, this, first of all, I don't. Is this what, what's what, a crack house doing on Glee? Right. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean, what this town is, another, is this? I it's even, Ohio. I, I guess right. it exists. People are bored. I, I'm yeah. I mean, like Albuquerque, right? There's heaps of that stuff. I mean, Ohio can't be much better. And how does Rachel talking. know where the crack houses are? I mean, <laughs> yeah. how does she just happen to have the abandoned one? Uh, yeah. In the LA Times Review, speaking of Rachel, though, it's interesting because when are we ever going to see her parents? The two boys. I mean, that's an interesting that hasn't... character oh, did we did see uh, twist. The gay, the, the gay, the gay men. Yeah. 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 No, we never. We still we, never we... met them. Didn't we no. meet them really in the very beginning? Never. I don't think we've actually met them. I think we might have seen a photo. Um, no, we've never seen them. No. We're saving them up. Huh? Yeah, modern family style. That, I mean, uh, you that, know. that's certainly, you know, in terms of looking forward to a great moment, is actually getting to know those guys. Yeah. Um, all right, so a lot of new alliances, uh, a lot of. Uh, oh, f- before, we, before we, we move on, Finn versus Sam. Sam's a new quarterback. Sam can. Um, uh, play football. He can sing. Uh, we found out in the shower that he can sing. Um, what, what, what's that? What was that song he was singing? Every rose has oh. its. Thorn. Every rose has its thorn yes. by Poison. <laughs> Classic eighties. And I, and I love uh, how Finn, you know, I love their classic voiceover moments where uh, you know the character has thought. And for that one was hilarious for me, where Finn just goes. I would sing with him, but he's naked in the shower. Yeah. Well, we actually said at the time that it was an incredibly homoerotic moment. It was. Yeah. Well, he, but he, that's foreshadowing. Finn did, Finn did have a really yes. puzzled glee, for lack of a better word, <laughs> yes. look on his face. Right. You know, as he was, I'm happy I'm hearing him sing so well. And I'm also liking what I'm seeing, right? Yeah. Is that how I... Yes, uh, curiosity I mean, in high school. Yeah, the I mean, camera do you think used that shot of his body in the shower. There was some pretty scary. kind of, like, you know, classic mm. homoerotic shots referenced in the way they did that, I think. He's supposed to be the love interest for Kurt, I believe. Really? In the upcoming season. Okay. Yeah, Sam. Oh. So oh, I think it was, uh, Sam has so a there. Secret. I mean, Ryan Murphy's going to have boy, mm. high school boyfriends on the show so and that, see them kiss because that doesn't... Happened. Oh, that hasn't happened. Yeah. See, that's wow. the one thing I thought was a little bit lacking in this this particular episode is is that okay. there are really strong female characters and uh, interesting dynamics happening between the women. 
But the guys, Finn and the Sam thing, that wasn't really that compelling a rivalry. Yeah, you know, you didn't it was get much of, of a chance. You felt sorry for Finn. You felt sorry for the kid. He's new. He's you know, yeah. it, it, it didn't feel like and and um, you know, it, it just didn't seem like anybody. Kurt maybe had the most interesting kind of moment of the guys. You know, when he kind of you know. In the beginning of the show. Yeah. The males were along. definitely lacking, and we missed a lot of Puck because he was such a strong character Puck. in the whole first season with impregnating Quinn. So All we know is that he's they, he's depressed right. about uh, not being with her anymore. That's what we got from the you know man on the street thing at the beginning. From, right. But from he didn't boy. even express that himself, really. It was just voiceover. Or was it, it, yeah. yeah it was they also cut out the other guy, Matt, um, who was the, the black guy from the football team oh, that right. was on there so that's why they needed a new student uh-huh. Dijon Talton he's is not in there anymore the yeah, so the boys, it seemed like all the boys got to do was rap and we'll talk about that in a minute um, I, 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 did, I did have one other thing I wanted to say about uh, Rachel versus Sunshine I wondered if um, obviously Rachel uh, Berry was terrified of the competition I wonder how Leah Michelle felt about having her reign I mean, she is the queen in terms of voices on that show. Her, it is. It's, oh, you it's, mean the person? Herself, yeah, yeah, the actress. Well, you met her and had this relationship. What was her <laughs> <laughs> Please now tell us you know, your pillow you know, talk. Yeah, yeah, since you're, no, since you have this bond with no, her. You should call you must, her now. I'm, you I'm, must have had some sort of, you know. No, no. Now I, that you have, you're the I have no inside information. Okay, well, the I'm sorry I brought that up. Gossip I, about her is is that she's she could be a little bit difficult at times. Yeah, she suits set. her character. She suits her character. Well cast, they say. Well cast, I've heard that. She's heard been that. acting since she was teeny tiny with a voice like that. Yeah. So I can assure you. And one of those New York Jeez. stage moms. Yeah, absolutely. That absolutely. character comes easy to her. Because um, when you saw them singing together, the one thing that really struck me was Sunshine was just full of joy. And it was all the joy of singing and the sheer see, creativity. So how much, was the, how much was the characterization and how much were the actors is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I feel like. With Leah Michelle, it's always, well, you don't know if that's her character or not, but it's art always imitating art imitating on <laughs> and performance, and I've got to be the best. And sometimes you might lose a bit of the See, beauty. Yeah. See, for me, the show really soars when they're when they're singing. You know, when they're really. I mean, I mean when you hear sunshine see, for that to me was if i were to pick a highlight of the my favorite right. moment of the yes. show was her moment coming on stage and nailing that song and you didn't want it to end because that to me was like a real high point the, the rest of the stuff is kind of like the outside of the oreo the, the dark part of the oreo cookie but the real white part and the the, the, the best part for me for the oreo cookie is the white you know it, yeah. it, you're it, a poet ron okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and for me the white part of this episode was the for lack of I work. agree. Yeah, so you let's, know, I mean, let's was... talk about the music. That's a that's a wonderful segue. I mean, are we agreed that "Listen" the Dream Girl song sung by uh, Sunshine or uh, what's Sharice? Um, I think she try her last name again. I want to hear you try. Uh, Pempenko. <laughs> Pempenko. I think I think her I think her stage name is just Sharice. If you look her up on YouTube, you can see her singing in studios and stuff with uh, well, rappers and stuff. She has an amazing voice. That was the highlight for everyone. Does any um, in terms of music favorite song? Yeah. That's what I would nominate. That was yeah. mine. We had so we started best performance. Oh, best performance. Uh, well, I no, think I don't like the poison song. Uh, for me, it was uh, it was the bathroom song uh, by Lady Gaga. I don't know. Maybe it was just about that set, the way they did it. What did you just, like about it, Phil? Uh, just very uh, dynamic. You know, they were moving. They were you know there was some tension between the two characters. Absolutely. You know, so mm-hmm. that had a lot of 
emotional attachment for me. Um, I can agree with Phil on that one. What I liked about it is that it's in true musical theater style fashion where they're just in a situation, the emotions are so high that they have to break into song. It doesn't cut to a stage where they're in different right. you know, costumes yes. doing yeah, no complete setup. choreography. It was actually, they were just verb, like verbally sparring. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hoping that they might go into the uh, Lady Gaga video clip territory um, in terms of uh, Dirty boy. skimping mm-hmm. down. And uh, really, I don't know if anyone's seen that video clip, but it's pretty wild. Um, but you've already they... seen Liam Michelle like that. No, I have not. <laughs> Enough of this. Enough of this ganging up. Um, I... <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> oh, never going to do that again. Uh, and Jay... she told you that she's really upset about these other strong performers. Uh-huh. Um, no, i never <laughs> wow. spoken to her. Jay-Z. We're breaking news here. What about Jay-Z? What about doing, I mean, just the choice of doing Jay-Z um, and having uh, the Gleeks uh, rapping. Thoughts? I love Jay-Z more than anything and I would more than life itself. I would fight Beyonce for him. I don't know that I would win because I saw that movie that she was in. Yeah. She, could, she could pull my hair out. She's but, a strong woman. Um, With strong I, I was glad they did it and I thought it was fun but it, it's really hard when you film a show and you try and hit like the most popular song of the time because then because of radio and things being overplayed you can get a little bit sick of it mm-hmm. I loved that song when I you know bought the CD right away but now I'm kind of sick of it right but I mean they, there's they're, they're, like um, Matthew Morris uh, Mr. Schuster got blogged at the beginning of the ep- being told never to rap because he should never rap and it is very funny when he raps because he is so white it's not it's not but he just embraces the whiteness yeah, yeah. You know? just, and I like great. that I like yeah. having a, a new uh, or a you know, a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant doing their, their rap. You Guys, know? when I do I karaoke, that. I rap. Yeah. Would you die if you saw me in my pearls? So which of yeah. the boys? Which of the boys are the, like, I, I think, I, I, I'm surprised Artie. to see how good Art, like, I think Artie's the best at it. Yeah, he, he is feels the best it. rapper, definitely, of, of, of everyone. Of the white boys yes. doing the rapping He thing. just, like, feels the flow, and he's yeah. just, he's, like, on the beat all the time. And his voice is a little deeper, I think. Maybe, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He, just, well, he actually came from a boy band, I think that's oh, where they right. found him. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and they what was a... that boy band called, I wonder? Mm. In anyway. sync. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Do you know or do No, you know? I don't. Oh, I was just, <laughs> the, the imagination boggles, quite frankly. Well, and, and as you probably know, he's not really handicapped and he's not really, you know. And, and, yeah. and, they, and, and Ryan Murphy, I remember when he was being interviewed about the show, he said, we had to kind of... We had to kind of dork him up because he's actually a really good-looking guy. Yeah, I've seen right. him at events and I've seen him, yeah. you know, on red carpets and that sort of thing. And he's actually a really good-looking. Did you get guy. his number wrong? Uh, no, I was. Send it back <laughs> um, you know, I but, uh, uh, one of my favorite things from last season was when he, he actually got up and danced. Yeah, I love that. And he was so good. Oh, right. Incredible. And I just wish they could do more imagination sequences or bring stem cell research into the series. <laughs> did you think that was going to happen yeah. when they had that little tease? Because that's I what prompted did. him to do the dance. Yeah. yeah. At yeah. The oh, time he could I keep was dancing like, like that. It's true. He really that. can yeah. walk yeah. again. So they did Jay Z. It went nowhere for them. In terms right. of the plot, you know, they right. didn't get the popularity. They made they eye wanted. contact really with fun. two students. Okay, so here's one of my pet peeves about the about the show, and right. I'm, I'm just going to bring this up now. Let's do and it. And it, it, it's it's these overproduced. To me, the numbers are a little overproduced, and you have to such a willing suspension of disbelief when you go that they have a boombox and you're hearing an orchestra and the one person's on one end of the the, the campus singing and supposedly you're hearing him at the other end of it yeah. it's all mixed perfectly and it kind of the minute they go into a song this like new sound 
Uh, yeah, the he, sound booth. The, the, the sound recording booth, studio you know, comes the recordings, to me. And it's so, it, it's clear they're lip syncing and it's clear that they're, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, it was an impromptu song and, and the band knows how to orchestrate it and yeah. where are all these violinists coming from? And, <laughs> you know, and, and horn sections that are clearly not playing. It, it, Where's your suspension it, of disbelief from? I, I, th- I honestly think, though, the, the more powerful songs, though, even in the show itself, are the simpler ones and when they're not this overproduced you know, soundtrack, if you will. Well, do you, and, and, do you and, think and, that's more of a problem with the style of production? Uh, because, you know, all of these top 40 songs, when you play them on the radio, mm-hmm. here on the radio today, are incredibly over, overproduced. Everything's, like, so bright, all auto-tuned. Or is it just that you just don't like the fact that all of a sudden 50 instruments come in? Yeah, I think it's a little... Bo- and it's just this weird, hollow sound that comes that that is it clear you're not hearing any ambient noise it wasn't recorded and, on analog and, and, that's and for it, sure and, 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 <laughs> it, it, it just kind of takes me out of it because i'm i'm now watching a concert you know not a concert but i'm watching like a, a cd performance as opposed to an authentic moment in a show as opposed to if you go to a broadway show or if you mm-hmm. go to a musical yeah. or something like that it's a whole different feel and sound it still sounds great but it doesn't sound so you know Perfect. I saw Leah Leah Michelle in Spring Awakening in New York. Did you you try to get a number? No, because she was like, I'm dating Paul Ashton. (laughs) 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 I mean, she sings the opening number, you know, center stage, spotlight. It's almost a cappella. It's just her and like a piano. Mm. And the first note that she sang, it was just so clear and beautiful. It was like goosebumps all Mm -hmm. over my body. So it would be so nice to think like, wow, they really taped that. Like they filmed Mm -hmm. that and they were singing and playing live. That would... I think I think, I think if anyone's it, voice yeah. comes across that way, it's her. Regularly, it's her because she, I don't think she she doesn't need it, you know, auto tune, you know, right. at, at all. And and they do all sing their stuff to their credit. I think that's really important. It's it's a hard balance to get. I think you know how do you because I I don't think the kids I think the kids probably think twice about it. They're just like we're into a number. Fantastic. But even with they? the the look of it, do you think? In that Jay Z number, they all suddenly are wearing the exact same right. outfit, and it's so clean cut, and it's a bit, it's very fake. You know? Yeah. But at the same time, I, I really thought that they had it together. Like yes. I was going, you know what? They've, you can tell they've been working together for a year, dancing together for a year. They're, they're that didn't bother great. me as much because they were actually performing for you know the people in the that quad. Was so right, you know, yeah. It's kind of a hard. And then when like Leah Michelle had that number at the end, you know, the the chorus line, uh, "What I Did for Love." That was kind of queer when all of a sudden, you know, she's talking to Finn, turns around and goes into this, you know, starts marching down the hallway and everybody kind of fades in the background. I mean, you know, I love the show and I I, I give it that. But it just kind of for a brief second until I get into the song, it just kind of takes me out of it. It can can jar you. As opposed to when, you know... I can buy a little bit more, you know, okay, he's auditioning to get into the Glee Club, and now we, you know, yeah. so we're going to back him up. And okay, I think that, from, like, the start, they've been like, we make our own rules. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, you know, it's not like there's one way that we're going to do music and explain it. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it however we want because we can, and you're going to like it. Because there is yeah. no model, and there will never, like, this yeah. will now be the model. So, yeah, yeah it is and, what it is. And because it's, a, you know, and, and so, so I, I agree. Sometimes I do still get a little bit jarred, like, about those segues into, to a song or the reason why someone's seeing it but as you say by by 30 seconds in you've usually forgiven and forgotten yeah right exactly it can be hard to digest sometimes yeah and i and i honestly noticed that you know as the series kind of went on last year because you know i i don't know how many people are aware of it but when they produce a show like this this is a very ambitious show to do on a weekly basis you know it's a one-hour mm-hmm. show and each song 
you know, it, they, they, they basically have seven or eight days to do this show. And, and, and with choreography and music and all of that, it adds a, such a complexity to a production schedule that I noticed that towards the end of the season or in the middle of the season, they were kind of running out of steam. And they were taking all kinds of shortcuts to yes. these numbers. And, and some of the numbers are going, going down, well, that was no. kind of, you know, in, 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 in here. So this is like the first game after, a, you know, a whole season of rest, you know, so they could kind of really knock it out of the park, yeah, so I mean, to speak. So, I, I totally agree. You, uh, like last season, I think, dipped in the mid, in the mid-season. Mm-hmm. Not, not only in terms of sometimes the, the songs, but I felt like certain parts of the narrative were being recycled. It was like they'd go and do a show on Artie, they'd give us the show on um, Tina, you know, so everyone gets their go. And in the meantime, they're just sort of recycling the same plot about Kurt having the hots for Finn and the dads and the parents. It, 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 I mean, Finn's, it just sort of... I felt sometimes we just were going like two steps forward, one step back with the with the plot development. I mean, mm. I wasn't satisfied by this episode, but I know that it was just you know it's the the first episode, so there's a lot of exposition. It's kind of slow. They're setting you up for the That's whole season. Point. It's like Sunshine has to go in a new direction because she's the nemesis, so they have to go up with her <laughs> at Nationals in New York. Mm. Uh, but so, I actually feel like for me it was one of the better eps in a while. Yes, I yeah. remember. Like I loved it. Did you? Did you have? Uh, I didn't. Did I didn't you, love it. I didn't hate it. What it didn't was, you like about it? Um, I just, there weren't enough payoffs for me, but that's what it is. It was all set up. It's like a know? pilot. So, it's kind of like exactly. a pilot. Hard, hard stuff Next too. week, I'm going to lose my mind. Okay, <laughs> Britney Spears. Let's oh. talk about, uh, yeah. let's talk about next season, uh, next week. Um, what, uh, yeah, that looks pretty exciting. The episode yeah. everyone's been waiting for, especially Ryan Murphy. He probably fainted twice on set. <laughs> <laughs> he, he loves Britney, right? Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, uh... <laughs> Liam Michelle in pigtails and the that I mean that I remember, it's the like pipe we pipe. cannot get away from Liam Michelle and him I remember <laughs> no no it's just that she's the one with pigtails oh and Brittany I mean the Brittany character right that's her name she, she Brittany was, Slave for you her doing that dance I, and incredible the, we, you know, she we saw is the, such a good dancer I cannot wait to see that yeah I mean I remember seeing um, Hit Me Baby One More Time I remember seeing that video clip for the first time I, I do. Just I'd never heard of who Britney Spears was. What year was that when that came out? Does anyone 98, know? Ninety eight, maybe. Right. So you know, I'm like twenty. I'm twenty. I'm twenty, and I'm sitting at home. You know, video hits is on on a Saturday morning, which is the Australian version of like a morning. You know, they play three hours of video clips, and I saw it, and it just it blew my mind. I didn't know who who it was, but she she had pigtails and uh, one of those little skirts and. Wow. Doing that dancing and that—that's all you need I in life. That great pop song. It's that, all coming back to me, <laughs> right? That fantastic mm-hmm. pop song, and so it is going to be pretty fantastic. Any predictions? Uh, well, we know it's going to be super dance heavy, so maybe that's why there wasn't so much choreography besides, you know, Empire State. Um, so I just I cannot wait to see. They're they're going to go hard with this episode. This, yeah, it looks pretty exciting. You only get Britney Spears once. So yeah, you got to do it right. And they they set such a high bar with the Madonna episode last right. year, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that I, I, I it's almost disappointing. Doesn't look like they're going to do like what they did with Vogue, the oh, complete frame for frame reenactment <gasps> with with some you know winks and nudges thrown in. That yeah. was brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And uh, maybe I would be. So did I see this right? Is she going to be on the show, Brittany? Yeah, herself? she is. Really? She is, she is y'all. Yeah, really. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, that and is very exciting. there was supposed to be a reference to, well, Will Schuster was supposed to shave his head, but... Um, all right, um, so before we, uh, before we get ready to, to wrap it up, we, have, uh, we need to take some calls. Uh, please feel free to call us at any time. Yes, of course. and uh, so there's been a number of you waiting, and so uh, Pat, um, Pat Lambert, 
uh, uh, AfterBuzz yeah. correspondent Pat Lambert. Uh, can you hear us, Pat? Yes, uh, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, we sure can, mate. How are you tonight? Oh, my glee. I am so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell, give, us, give us your thoughts in, uh, of, of tonight's show, mate. Um, well, all of you are way too harsh. When in the world would I want this show to ever be even remotely a reality or then not to lip sync? I don't want live recordings. I want auto-tooth things that I can then put on my iPod the next day and dance to. That is fantastic. This show's not about a plot. The plot is standing in the way of excitement. <laughs> Great quote. I don't care where people are going or something, say funny things, then do dances and crazy outfits like everyone else. Um, Pat, it sounds like you belong on Glee to me. <laughs> Well, technically, I totally should be on it and sent in a YouTube video, but whatever. They cast instead this beautiful wannabe gay guy, the new character Sam. Talk to us about him. Well, one, he has a giant mouth, all the better to kiss and put balls in, as they said in the episode. <laughs> he has a giant mouth. I'm glad that's where you went with that. I thought that I was one of the first people to know about that announcement, and I instantly Facebook friended him. Thank you very much. Well done. He has since not contacted me, but did an amazing job on the episode tonight. You and I have some things in common, mate. I thought Billionaire was so well sung. I thought Billionaire, again, I agree with you on the New York, New York thing. Like, I right. didn't like that no one else was dancing to it, and it seemed just so contrived and out of nowhere. And I think what they wanted to, to do was start with a really, really popular song to get us pumped up as... Well, they did. I mean, all the first three songs, the first three songs were all top 40 well, Yeah, they were, clear, they were clearly determined to... to... Say we're okay. We're we're done with the '80s journey and all that kind of stuff. Which you know, I, don't, I, I don't think. Credit. And I, I honestly, even though even though we may have been critical about it, on even even being critical, it's so much fun to watch. Even if we can, yeah. if if we can, if, if even for a brief moment we're going, oh, that's corny. Yeah, we're, oh, but I love it. Anyway. We're, we're pulling it. Yeah, they're so talented. Splitting hairs here. I mean, that 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 Jay Z song is fantastic. It is an amazing track, in my opinion. And, great. and just to hear it you was know fun. What I really you know what I liked about them singing it tonight, though, is because they did that, um, dun, 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 they did the vocal thing that sometimes they skip over and then they just sound exactly like the artist, so I thought that was, I thought that was the best song, song of the night. More like an actual glee club. Yeah. You, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Jay-Z was your, was your favorite part? Well, I liked the singing. I didn't like anything else. Right, yeah. right. I, I liked the dancing, um, coming down the stairs next to the... But they didn't even do anything on the stairs. Like, where are the backflips and, and college ball backflips? Yeah, they might have some insurance problems. Pat has a so. high standard yeah. for performance, which I like. Yeah, I don't want humans on TV. I want superhumans. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, true. But you love Billionaire. We didn't really talk about that yet. You you loved uh, by Travis McCoy. You loved that uh, that track, Pat. Oh, I thought he was so perfect. Do you have the hots for, for um? Do you have the hots for? I actually think I might have liked his version better. Technically, I have officially given my love to him. <laughs> I'm really excited for him uh, to be I on the show. His song was love song. Yeah, See, yeah. Listen to me was the best song. Um, what? Yeah. What did you think of um of Sunshine, um, Pat? Uh, oh, Sunshine! Oh my! Jiffy cry, laughless, and I thought it was better than Beyonce. Yeah, I thought which it was is like, I might go to hell for saying anything better than Beyonce, but but. Yeah, right. The Say it. She is Jay Z. She can take it. Yeah, she can take it. Um, Elizabeth's going to take her on later anyway, so she's got a lot, a lot, a lot coming at her. <laughs> Do you have any other thoughts, um, Patrick, before we head towards the end of the show? 
I would say, if I can give a spoiler or a like gloss on is that look for spoiler alert. Playing a cafeteria lady, um, Carol Burnett being Sue's mother, and the Britney Spears episode is going to blow you away. Thank you very much for calling in, um, my friend. Uh, we uh, look forward to hearing from you next week. Gleefully yours. Thank you. <laughs> Special correspondent, Pat. Uh, do we have any other calls? Uh, man in the uh, Perspex booth. We're, we're out of time. Um, so, guys, it's been a pretty magical show. Uh, next week's going to be great. Um, a few f- few favourite quotes before we go. Uh, Jufro, right at the start. High school is a dry run for life, uh, dot, dot, dot. We need fry cooks and bus drivers. <laughs> Female football coaches uh, are like a, a male nurse, uh, a sin against nature. As we said before, you're all coffee, no omelette. And uh, my final favourite one, uh, <laughs> Helen Keller couldn't drive a car because she was a woman. <laughs> oh, yeah, and pump your, gravy's full of, pump your nonny's full of gravy to feel good about yourself. Some classic lines, mostly from Sue Sylvester. Uh, Guys, any last thoughts about uh, before we wrap it up? I hope that we see Emma uh, Pillsbury come back in. Uh, oh, yeah, Emma Pillsbury. So we didn't see Emma Pillsbury yeah. tonight. Scandalous. Um, scandalous. Yeah, we yeah, love her. her. Extremely yeah. popular. Um, uh, any any predictions for, for next uh, episode and then forward into the season? Will and the Beast have to team up to try and take down Sue. Will and the Beast to take down Sue. Um, uh, Quinn Fabray, who is she going to date? Maybe she dates Sam and then they find out he's gay. Yes, I oh. like that. Oh, that now would, he's the quarterback. That would be really. Uh, that would be harsh for Quinn. I mean, she's really? really she's had some disappointments right then to be with. But a guy that's who good because that, she's so pretty. So people want to see that a little bit. They want to see her flounder. You know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For Will sure. Artie get Tina back? Mm. No. See, to me, it's all about the music. I think it's the whole buildup is: Are they going to make it to nationals? Yeah. Right. And 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 in New York, are they going to win? And they are. I, you know, is my prediction. They Can have you imagine the, the Broadway episode it. they're going to have when they're they go to New York to, for nationals? You know, and they're going to go up against Vocal Adrenaline. It's going to be a throwdown between you know all, their, their bitter rival, and this time they're coming out on top. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to. I think it's a nice setup at the end of last season for that win at nationals. It'll be especially sweet. It was a turn we did not expect. Will Shelby. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go go ahead, Rob. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, it, it, it's it's so typical that a lot of shows experience a sophomore sh- uh, slump, you know, mm-hmm. and, and when shows like Glee, you know, are end on such a high and the expectations are so high, um, I felt like with this premiere episode that they have already laid down some pipe to really exceed uh, even last show, yeah. last year's yep. uh, uh, show. So. Uh, uh, I don't predict that the show will experience any kind of drop off in audience. Ron, what about our predictions? Oh, guys, uh, we've come to the end of the show, I'm afraid. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you to our special guests, uh, Trilby, Liz, Ron, Phil, as always, uh, to the boys in the Perspex booth. You've done a superb job. Um, and uh, we look forward to seeing you or you hearing us next week um, for the second episode of Glee. Producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer Corey Sheehan, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com or buzz into our Twitter account or Facebook page by searching after Buzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. <laughs>
Woo!